Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know we got to drop that new heat for the end of the show. It's out today. Got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from King Street, South Carolina. The country is on the phone lines, man. I got my man G Check checking in. What's going on, G Check? No doubt, bro. Pleasure to have you on. Have you jumping on the bandwagon with us today. Um, I had a chance to check out the new single, Flowers. We're going to talk about it. I'll let you introduce it a little later on in the show. And then at some point during the interview, I'm going to give you some feedback of what I thought of the record, just as a fan of music, okay? All right. I appreciate it. My man, before we get into all that, though, let's, let's rewind for all my listeners. Give them a chance to find out more about G-Check, the artist, the man. So let's start right there. Are you originally from King Street, South Carolina? Is that where you were born and bred? Well, you know what I mean? I, I, my people brought me down from New York as a young and stuff. It was crazy up there to my people. So they sent me down here to South Carolina, you know what I mean, uh, around like when I was like five or six years old, man. Okay. So about five, six years old, you started your new life, I guess you could say, in the Carolinas. Yeah, 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 country boy shit. Country boy shit, damn right. And what's crazy is I hear both influences in your voice. Like when you speak, I can hear the countryness. But then when you when you started speaking about up north in New York, I definitely heard a little bit of that New York swagger too come out. Yeah, yeah, and I got a drip and a drop. You know what I mean? <laughs> my man, my man, G check checking in right now. So, what does that look like for you, man? What was life like? Moving down here to the Carolinas, were you bouncing back and forth between down south and up north, or were you pretty much just right here in the Carolinas coming up? I, I was down here in the Carolinas, man. The craziest thing is I came down before any of my family, before my mom, my grandma, and my brother. I came down solo. Oh. Um, wanted me out of there because of the circumstances I was going on. 
Right. And that's when I got into that country boy shit. When I when I start making family members as cousins, that ain't your cousins, you know what I mean? So I got raised by some a family and eventually adopted me in there for the few months that I was dying by myself and learned new things, like found like a lot of new people. But I got that country boy living by you know meeting some some out of the family cousins and stuff like that, you know? Right, 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 right. So new family, meeting new family, you were able to. Yeah embraced the the new culture of the Carolinas and, and it embraced you is what it sounds like. Hey, one of the best things I remember from a kid is that food I used to get out in that country. Hey, man. Come on now. See, I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina, so I know all about it, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? boy for real. That country folk, boy, we know how to cook now. Country folk gonna eat good. Oh, yeah, that child just come about you just now. Hey, <laughs> you see, when you talk about your city, that thing come out, man. Hell, yeah. Well, you went all the way there just now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to let you know it's in me, too. <laughs> That's what's up. So when did you start becoming an artist? When did you find your creative side and, and, and say to yourself, look, I want to be an artist. This is I'm going to take this serious. When did that happen? I remember like, almost the exact moment. I was in the, uh, I was in the ninth grade. Um, and uh, at lunchtime, like a couple kids would rap. Like rest in peace, the one that got me rapping, Michael Maxwell. He was the nicest one out there. Okay. And I saw them rapping, and to be for real, it was the attention I saw them getting that made me be like, well, you know, I want to be popular too. Mm. And then one day in class, I was talking to Max about rapping, so he wrote down a bunch of words on a piece of paper. And he said, you put sentences in front of them, and then then you spit it back. And I did it at lunchtime, and everybody liked it. And at that point, I knew that I was better than most of the people that have been doing it, and I can be great at that, and I love the fact that when I'm rapping, I'm saying words, I'm influencing somebody's mind to think about exactly what I'm saying, and I fell in love with that. Word. All right. So now we got the new record. We fast forward. We're, we're, we're seasoned now. We're really development. We're in full development of the artistry now. We got the new single, Flowers. What was the purpose of this song as the creator? What was the purpose of this flower song? Yeah, flowers are saying basically like, like when people die, you know, we say all the good things about them. We say how much we love them. We say, oh, it should have been me. Oh, we shouldn't have left. And we never give people those flowers that we give them when they're dead until they're dead. Like, so I was saying like, give me my flowers now while I'm right here. Like, you know, and in the hook, I say, give me my flowers now. Time is of the essence is mine right now, but I can't do it alone. So it's ours now. Like, if you congratulate a person and build them up, that make you a part of their story. So give people their flowers while you can, like, still give it to them. Don't wait till somebody pass to tell somebody else about how much you love them. Love them and show them that, that gratitude or whatever. Be humble to them now. Like, give people that, that, that feeling of the afterlife while you live, you know? All right. Okay. All right. So now that you... You have the purpose of the record. What what were the feelings or emotions you were kind of wanted the listener to have, the person who's listening to it? Um, the feeling I wanted to have is like um, is is just realizing how much energy is put into your day, and how many times you probably sit down in your bed and realize that maybe somebody close to you that you want some congratulations from didn't give them to you. So just learn to give it to the person that might be sitting next to you. Like if a person might have. Like a person might have had a bad day and you see them like just pushing through. Like you saw them crying yesterday and the day they not. Just go up to them and be like, hey, I'm proud of you for being strong. 
Like, just give them some flowers. It could be anything, you know what I mean? I want people to start pushing that positive third-eye energy out into the world, into our culture. Our culture, it, you know what I mean? They get influenced by a lot of negativity, not all, all the way. But I feel like flowers is a song that can bring that positive, that positive regular energy into our lives, you know what I mean? Just think about, like I said, everybody can be gone tomorrow. Just give them that love today. Mm. Right, that makes sense to me, man. I mean, especially nowadays, we're we losing so many family members, you know, between this COVID and just, you know, health, you know, health situations in general. And, and on top of that, then you got the social injustice where we're being killed off by the people that are supposed to be protecting us. So I agree, man. It's, it's so much craziness going on in the world today. I feel like I agree with that. Like, if now more than ever, we should see that we should be giving each other flowers and, and, and supporting each other and patting each other on the back and loving each other, caring for each other now before it's too late. Yeah, and the ping off what you said about the COVID, like, like on the, you see the album cover for the, uh, for the song, for the uh, album that Flowers Come Out. Right. It's the album that's my, my son. Now he, he was still born. And um, me and mom just found out like a couple of days ago that the direct cause, because he was, he, was, he was a full healthy baby, the direct cause and then losing his life and not being able to be here right now is COVID. Like, because she contracted COVID, like, early in pregnancy. Oh, COVID man. caused small placentas and small umbilical cords, which causes a lot of stillborn babies. And we lost a child directly from that. So, yeah. And that's another big reason for flowers and stuff in that whole album is to, like, uplift my son's name. That's why his name hard. It's Chimera Bad Reads Dedication. Mm. I respect, bro. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Um... I'm sure that adds to your testimony and to your story. Um, I, I, def I definitely can tell that, you know, it's something that meant something to you because even when I'm listening to the music, I can tell that you have a purpose with this record. Like the, the record didn't come off like just a, a, a average record or an average song to me. It kind of came off like it had a meaning, it had purpose behind it. Um, plus, it was still a catchy record and a fun record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, why is it so important to you to show showcase the lyrics, um, especially now with you being down here in the South? Is, it, does that have something to do with it? Because I could definitely tell from your music, you highlight and showcase the fact that you got lyrics, you got bars. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, um, like I said, I'm a third eye guy, you know, third eye vision to the death of me, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, the purpose for the lyrics is to, open the mindsets, you know what I mean? Like, the reason that the world, the way that it is, and my mind across the board is music. Like, the music that's, that the frequencies we put out, our brain receiving, that's going to be the reason these, like, the young kids act the way they do. It ain't just them. It's because before they leave home in the morning, they bump in their song, and the lyrics in that song is making them feel like the way they living is the right way to live. But that's just a message coming through, you know, some speakers. Right. So the lyrics, more or less the, open up a mindset, like take a beat that might have this type of feel, but put some lyrics on it for a person so the brain, the, the human itself still get a chance to wake up. You mm. know what I mean? Make you think a little bit. Like, you know, like have a line or, or something that, that just tweaks the mind. Like, you know what I mean? Once you, once you start thinking, those brain cells start recreating itself a thousand times over. So if you get the lyrics popping, then you get the minds rocking with you. And once those minds rocking with you, like that's a different person start you starting to create you're creating another persona inside that person's mind by the words you're putting into it so i'm gonna always put some real lyrics into my stuff and put some essence into the words you know yeah i definitely got some subject matter some context you know some 
some real uh, subjects and, and, and dialogue and, and things you're discussing in your music. Um, it's almost like empowering, even uh, motivational, even to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's a good look. <laughs> now, talk to us a little bit about the album project. Uh, you you said it was kind of dedicated, I guess, to you know you losing your son. Um, talk to us a little bit about the, the the music, the songs, the creativity that the listeners can expect from the project hard. Uh, uh, yeah, hard. Um, I guess a lot of freestyles half-written songs, like, most of the songs that have the concept, hit the booth, put the words out, like, Flowers is a written track, like, you can hear that, yeah. but then the album itself, it's orchestrated, like, emotionally, like, like, the first couple songs, they're not real lyrical present, they're more like vibes, then I get into my lyrical content, then I go country at the end of it for you, and what you can expect in it is, like, like that, that ride, that wave of emotion that we ride, like, everybody want to act like they're always one way, like, oh, I'm hard, I'm tough, so I'm I'm that nigga, I'm that bitch. That's how everybody acts, but all of us have fluctuation. So right. the album will fluctuate one through one through fourteen for this month, fluctuate all the way straight through. And the and the purpose for that is like I said, so people can realize that I might be this guy you see, but some days I have a day where like like, man, I don't even want to get up out of this bed. And some days I wanna go fly on planes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So the album is more or less to open up the mindsets and it's dedicated to Hamir, my son, because mm-hmm. like Every studio session, his mom was with me. You know what I mean? She was just my, my ride box. You know, she, everywhere I go, she go. And so at that point, it was more like, uh, like, like he was, his presence was there. You know what I mean? I, I would, you know, speak to him in her belly and stuff. And then as I was doing the CD of the album, he, that's when he passed in June. So at that point, the whole motivation of it changed. Like I was like, dang, how can I make his life that he didn't have a life that everybody knew he had, he was have, man. That's when the album cover came out, which I orchestrated. I did myself, you know what I mean, just out of wanting to put the energy into it, and and it, it just formed itself after that point. It became more like a, it became, I guess you could say, the energy started using me instead of me trying to use it. Mm. Reversed on you, that, and that that lets you know that's a higher being. That's bigger than you. Yeah, heavily. Now. now Talk to us a little bit about the name. I wanted, I wanted to make sure that I found out and asked this question, make sure our listeners get a, a chance to understand. Why did you choose the artist's name, G-Check? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason that you you always see me is Keen Reed, a.k.a. G-Check, right? Okay. Keen Reed, that's that normal guy. G-Check, once the beats start playing, like, if you're a rapper, you're around me, you say you're a rapper, and there's nobody that, that raps. I don't care if you're a trap rapper or whatever. In case you're a trap rapper, I'm not I'm a real nigga that rap. If you're putting lyrics on the beat, you're rapping. Mm-hmm. If you rap around me, I'm going to check you. I'm going to make sure that you actually are, like, you can rap. Like, I'm a G check that should be saying, mm-hmm. oh, you're the best rapper right here. Uh-huh. I, would, I used to drive to other towns just to rap against people. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to battle me, fine. Let's just put on the beat and see who can last it on. You freestyle, I freestyle. Let's just run this shit in the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a G check your mindset. You know what I mean? And I ain't no pushover either, but I ain't promoting pushing people over. So the whole mindset of the G check is to check if a person saying something. It ain't no more than a than like a, if a person, hey, say I got your back, and if something go down, they don't have your back. You should have checked to see if they would have had anybody back before that, mm-hmm. or any type of circumstance like that. So G check is basically saying, I'm gonna check what you're saying. I'm gonna check what you say you about. I'm gonna G check it. Like you the best rapper. G-check, on check on that, and I'm going to show that. Nine times out of ten, if you ain't making a million dollars rapping already, probably ain't better than me. 
and everybody should feel like that too, you know? Mm-hmm. I like the way you explain that. That's dope. Okay. So you the checker, in other words, you checks and balances around here. <laughs> yeah, 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 you dig it. <laughs> Talking to the lyrical genius, Keem Reed, a.k.a. G-Check on the phone lines right now, King Street, South Carolina, by way of New York. Um, let me ask you this question, man. What? How's your How's your area responding to the release of Flowers, the new record? Um, the, the craziest part, like I'm in the country, country, so you know the vibes they like right here. That mm-hmm. song actually got them like paying attention more than the fact that everybody knew I rap. It was more like, oh, the separation factor, kind of. It was more like, uh, like when I said vibes and cold, like the eyes after the sleep, mind free, like after release. Like it, like I said it, and I guess I, I happened to put it in a way where it was still country acceptable, and so I, I'm, I'm actually getting them stamps as that nigga when it comes to the rapping based on how people hear flowers. Mm. It kind of solidified me as the lyrical genius type thing. You know what I mean? It made people see. And then when the beat kick in and they go country for them, it, it just, it's, it's a wave for them. Like, that's the, it's like one of the first tracks that they openly just tell me, man, you that nigga for that. Mm. So you done set the tone essentially out in your area to where now by the release of this flowers project, you're accepted as one of those top ranking ones in your area. Yes, yes, yeah, yep. They gotta That's respect that. it. They gotta respect G Check. You G Check them already with the release of flowers. Yeah, man. So you you feeling there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dig, dig. Well, let me give you some feedback. What I thought about the record flowers. Like I said, uh, just as a fan of music, I like to give artists some feedback, um, constructive criticism. Take it, leave it, love it, hate it. You know. Um, but I, I like to give an honest criticism, not only because I'm in radio and entertainment, but because I manage and develop artists myself and I manage DJs, you know, the guys that would be playing these records. Um, so I thought it was a very unique sound overall. Um, I like the country and a little, I, I caught like a little raspiness that works um, of your voice. Um, it's a smooth vibe and the lyrics are dope. It's kind of like poetry to beats. It's kind of the way it comes off to me, man, with your lyrics and your writing. Um, so yeah, nice writing on the song, dope beat overall. I thought it matched the energy of of you and your flowing and your energy. Um, it's nice wordplay and creative. Uh, so feel good record. Like I said earlier, uh, I can definitely hear it on the radio. Plus, I think it has crossover potential. So I think it has, you know, the potential to be heard on other platforms, other mediums, other than just radio. So I think it has a lot of potential, right? And then it has a great subject matter. Um, and it's creative in the way that you're you're talking about and displaying the subject matter. Damn, that's the first time I ever heard that type of feedback. I like that. Boy, you got some cheese notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't to necessarily make it cheese. It was just really to give you some feedback. What I thought about. I thought of some good things going on with the record. I thought it, I think it has potential, man. I think you should definitely keep pushing it, putting some steam behind it, investing into it, um, and working that record. You know, um, from everything I've. I've done my research and been hearing from you. I agree with you that this one for right now, for what I've heard, it has that crossover potential to get you the notoriety I think you're kind of looking for, being a country boy with lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I truly appreciate that, man. And now you said something about the beat, just to show some love out there. My boy B Stacks, like like literally my my, my family cousin, cousin, Mm. he made, and it's crazy because I wrote this song when it was just the background, but he didn't even put the bass or nothing in it, uh, any drums in it, it was just the piano. And I wrote the whole song. And I, when I rapped it to him, 
he finished the beat for me and they sent it back to me and it was like it was just like a like a like a like a poetic picture or something like that. Mm. Nah, that's dope. He ended up building the rest of the beat around your lyrics. Mm-hmm. It was real nice. I, I like that process. Um, I think a lot. I think that a lot of people in the industry use that process, like putting the lyrics first and then beat around it. Mm-hmm. And, and I see why. Like um, the process for, for doing that song. Like I said, my boy did the beat, and he nice on the beat. He crazy producer. Uh, but yeah, like um, that making that song was like a, a fun process. Okay. Shouts out to the homie. He's a producer. Was he the engineer for it too, or just pretty much did the production, the beat work? Just did the beat. I took it to the studio. You know what I mean? Can rap like around like where I'm from. Like you gotta find a studio. It's not like it's a couple around here, but it's it's rare you find a producer, engineer, and all that rapping for one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some of our listeners, you know, they might be in the bigger cities. They don't understand, you know, that how you gotta drive maybe an hour away to get some good quality. You know, working. From the even if it's not on just the recording aspect, from the engineering, mixing, and mastering aspect, especially. Yeah, and it's not a, it's not a downplay on any any studios around the area. Oh, not, not at all, not at all. Great. Just how my mind works. I, yeah, it was it was best suited for me to take that forty five minute drive and have to find that. So yeah, that country life is a real, you got to learn to outsource around this part. No, that's that's exactly it, man. That's exactly it because. It's not a knock to your area when you know that there are other people that are on the professional end that can help give you the sound quality and the look or whatever that you need to to make it to the level you're trying to reach. I mean, you just got to do what you got to do, even if that means step outside your market. Most definitely. Now, let me ask you, who are some of those artists that inspired you, that made you want to kind of get into arts, uh, you know, and rapping and writing uh, and creating? Who were some of those artists you were listening to coming up? Oh, uh, you know, coming up, like, you know, it was the traditional, you know, the Biggie, the Pop, but then, like, you know, it turned into rappers like, uh, like, uh, what's it, Lupe Fiasco, um, I got a, a, like, right now, like, Joyner Lucas, um, those, those artists who always put that, that, that essence into their lyrics, like, uh, any, like, even, like, on the street level, like, Cassidy back in his day, Jewel Santana, Dipset, T.I., Luda, like those artists, those artists who always had more than just the catchiness, the artists who could just stand alone and actually give you some rap. Mm. Yeah, everybody you named are lyricists. Yeah, and that's that's what that's that's what blows me, blows my mind, man. Like, like a, like a, to be impressed by something somebody's saying, and they're saying it in a way where, of course, you understand the language. But sometimes your mind has to double check to see the, I guess the other entang- the other the other entangrement inside of the words. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm obsessed with the double and the triple entangrement and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, it's got a G check it. Yeah, yeah, already. <laughs> I got you, big dog. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> now, who are some people that deserve some acknowledgement, shout outs, and mentions for their help and support? You shouted out the producer, but I'm sure there's some other people, maybe even behind the scenes, that. Deserve some acknowledgement for the help or support. Oh yeah, man. Um, for, you know, uh, big shots to my moms and them. But um, on the real, on the music level, uh, shout out to Encore Music Suites. That's a studio from the local area. They always just show me love. I'm actually doing an event with them soon. Um, Beat Stacks, like I said, Stack G. Um, that's an artist on the on the album on the, on the, uh, on the hard album. Striller Mac. He's like a one thirty. The Gaddy Boys. Shout out to them too. 
Okay. Um, as far as pushing me and helping me out, like lyrically, like Michael Maxwell, rest in peace, bro. Like, um, he's like literally the person that put me in my first real studio outside of put me into my first bars and everything. Um, so, you know, I mean, just basically everybody in King Street, even the people that don't like me, they told me how to move in a way where, you know, I had to worry about that. So, mm. you know, almost almost just everybody that interacted in my life is the reason that I'm the artist I have today. Like, it's not even just cross the board music. It could be the, the guy at the store that used to be standing up at the store every day drinking, asking for a dollar. Like, taught me different sauces and stuff like that about the streets, about not what to look for and the to look for. And I put that in my music too. So just more or less on those names I pointed out. And like I said, anybody that ever interacted with me in my life, that's influencing my music at the same time. Man, that was a great response, bro. <laughs> word, word. Yeah, great response. Great, great breakdown. Even acknowledging the ops, if you will. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta you gotta pat them on the back sometime too for the motivation. And thank you, thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. You can still give me my flowers too. Yeah, that part. <laughs> Let me get them flowers up out you though. <laughs> Talking to my man G-Check right now on the phone lines. King Street, South Carolina. Yeah, man, you got the new single, Flowers. We're going to put your ears to it in a minute. But I got a few more questions before we do that, man. Um, do you have any fears? Do you have any fears when it comes to recording or performing? Uh, recording and performing. I guess my only fear recording would, would, would be... I, I, I don't got no... I, the only fear I got recording is uh, a bad engineer or something. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> But as long as the beat playing, I'm good recording, performing. I guess my fear would be like getting gassed on stage or something like that. I seen a couple artists performing, dropping. Like I saw uh, one artist that dropped, like ran out of breath, dropped. Mm. So almost like being able to perform, like that, that's like that's a people don't realize an art in itself. Like mm -hmm. the movement, the crowd attention, the words, actually saying the words, not lip singing, all that. That's like a, a, a very heavy thing. So almost just being prepared. That's my biggest fear with studio and I guess performing, the mm. being being prepared and ready for any mishaps or anything that can go wrong. Mm. My fear is prepared. So preparation. Yeah, yeah, most of. That's dope. That's dope that you already have an idea of you know those things like you said being prepared for those things that go wrong because this is the entertainment industry. Things that can go wrong will go wrong. The microphones go out, your your music get fucked up and skip or, or cut out, you know, like anything can happen. You slip on the stage, like is, and like you even said, just even having the stamina, the energy to move around and stay, you know, have that breath to to, to keep moving around and rapping and flowing for for X amount of time. Yeah, that's a, a big state of mind. Yeah, with the smoke and the heat and congested, packed up, like, yeah, all of that, all of that plays a factor in your performance. Yes, sir. Now, how do you feel about today's climate of music and artistry? As an artist yourself, how, how are you looking at the game of the other ops, the other competitors in the game? Are you hearing good things out here? Are you hearing and seeing good music and, and quality? Um... Uh, I guess when it, when it comes to that, I, I actually finally said I'm actually happy in the direction music finally starting to take itself. 
because it went from that super lyrical artistry, you know what I mean, prepared songs to that just throw something on there, bro, say whatever. As long as you got a good story behind you, we're going to listen to it. And that that was the part where music kind of died, where hip-hop kind of died off. But right now, actually, even the trap rappers and the hood rappers and the gangster rappers are coming back to actually using a couple of metaphors here and there and things like that. Um, when it comes to music as an overall, the disappointment is leaning on the negativity of our black culture and mm. third eye shit, right? Mm. Like, people like the fact that, like, even on the female artistry, they, they leaning on the same thing that they fought for not to happen to them. And now they're using it as a weapon to make money through music, which is hard. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, like another thing, like the culture of the black, the, we rap, and the thing rappers rap about, they'll still be upset if somebody come press up on them on a legal tip. But literally, the music that we that we that we normally listening to is always talking about some shit that's gonna put you behind bars or in a grave. And I'm more or less tired of hearing negativity being always the object of music like you know what i mean not like a bad day but like more or less if, if, a, if it's a good song there's still a fuck another nigga in it like fuck him over there like bro mm-hmm. you can still do all the shit you're doing not worry about him over there you know that right <laughs> <laughs> so you can block him out you do know that right yeah like, it's different if somebody stepping to you but i feel like music has kind of orchestrated a lot of the downfall in our young, our youth, of black communities and stuff is actually just the influence and the messages put into them. The message is basically saying, be an ass and you'll be all right. Like, they don't put in the message that, hey, I'm telling you about this part of me, but I changed everything to do this and let you hear me. They don't put that part of the message in it. And like, I, you know what I mean? People, people have to grow up in music. Like, the era of people that came from Pac and Biggie are the way they are from that era. Mm-hmm. Of the, the two early stars with Luda and T.I. and them, we like the ways we are because of that era. Mm-hmm. The people that's coming from this era, the biggest, like another big fan of mine, is a 17 year old. First nigga that's gonna shoot you gonna be that young boy. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's what he, that's the influences he's growing up on. So that's how I feel about the Ops music right now. Like, like man, I ain't saying change the game, but at least change the aim of who he's shooting at. You know what I mean? They're shooting at each other. Not not physically, but like lyrically. Yeah, I know. Making, right. So everybody feel like if you're not from where I'm from or doing what I'm doing, then you're the enemy. You're the ops, now, right. I'm pretty sure a tree, a plant, some grass can all grow in the same woods, bro. That's a fact. They damn sure do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then you say we can always be different in progress. Right. Now, What's your ultimate goal in the music industry, man? What would you say is that ultimate goal? Um, ultimate goal is to actually be on that level where, when when I when I when I say something, just my ultimate goal is to have every ear that's accessible. Like um, my ultimate goal is to be, I guess, that household name where when people hear me, or they hear me, they hear that, oh Lord. They know some lyrics or some type of information about to come across the board for even if it's just one line, a whole song. Like my whole my whole big vision is for to open these third eyes out here. Pushing your message forward. Yeah, yeah. In other words, yeah, yeah. So how can the people stay tapped in with you and tuned in? Give out your social media so they can keep up with what's coming up with you. 
pod, man. Yeah, you can always find me on iTunes, you know, Kimri, a.k.a. G-Check. That's, that's any music platform all across all of those. Uh, 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 Facebook, you can Kimri, a.k.a. G-Check, my music page. Or uh, you can Kim G-Check read if you want to get personal. And um, Snapchat, it's Cardigan Bodie 5. That's uh, K-A-R-B-A-D-A-I-N-B-O-D-I-E-O-5. And Instagram, Keem Reed, K-E-E-M-R-E-D-843. You know, that's that Carolina boy. And, um, but yeah, if you, if you Google Keem Reed, a.k.a. G-Chat, you'll find every link to walk. There it is. That boy is Googleable. You heard him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, man, it's been a pleasure, G-Chat. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce this new single for the people. All right. So, yeah, um, it's that Flowers. You know, the whole message is stop waiting till people die to tell everybody how much you love them and just love them while they're here, man. Give everybody their flowers now. You know what I mean? And I can't do this alone. It's our time. If it's my time, it's our time, man. We're going to these flowers. Let's go ahead and bump that. It's great like that, man. You about to put your ears to it right now. Do me a favor. Turn it up. Let go. No time wasting the intro needed. We will keep rapping in the streets till they packed in the seats. I hope you actually see that we can't lose. Well, it's, it's half of the beast. Now meet the other half of the beast. Peace be still. I still get half of the peace. I master the peace. I'm cold like eyes after the sleep. Mind free like after release. I have to release. This pressure heckless always after my peace. Picture this is negative if you don't get the picture. I'm designated like them hitters hitting hits for pictures Get a woman, man, bitches only after your niggas I mean your dog, get it, kid, it's only after pictures But I have to remember that these niggas don't have to remember All the memories I have to remember You can add it and divide it, man, I'm not the average Not living lavish, cause where I'm from a double white trailer still a palace Give me my flowers now Time is of the essence, but it's mine right now I can't do this alone, so it's ours now. Before they lay me down, give me my flowers. my flowers Give me my flowers now My shawty on probation Songs in rotation, me and many, no correlation I'm just enunciating vernacular of a king Attacking you from the brain Mind of a master, smash the soul of a slave Lyrical, spiritual, tired of feet And I'm cutting cords umbilical What is he finna do? Get it when you got it, they all gon' get it you Break it down for him, man, they don't got your brain If you don't get the picture still, I'ma beat him out the frame Give me my flowers The grass can get greener without some rain Give me my flowers That pleasure ain't pleasing without some pain Give me my flowers just another man without your name Give me my flowers now Don't hate the player, just hate the game Lyrical, spiritual, tired of feet And I'm cutting cords umbilical What is he finna do? Get it when you got it They all gon' get at you Break it down for him Man, they don't got your brain If you don't get the picture still Then I'ma beat him out the frame Give me my flowers now Time is of the essence But it's mine right now I can't do this alone So it's ours now Before they lay me down Give me my 